a lot to this, I gotta say. That's the thing. Because like I, I was not expecting that. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I know I know that like guitar hero rock bands and all that stuff, it has these same tenets of like the the notes flying at you, hitting them in the right time, hitting the slides, hitting you know, all that stuff. But it was and I know that those I'm not saying that this game is like Jump change compared to theater rhythm, but in t- I know that like it takes it's a just lot that of there skill. There was no greater depth. Exactly, to it. it's like you played the guitar, and the songs were yeah. very difficult, and they got harder as you went up in the difficulties. Yeah. But this whole like building your party, fighting bosses, dealing damage, magical abilities—it's a lot. It's really, it's really cool though. It's really cool. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast, a video game show. I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. Bonjour now. Bonjour to you as well. How are you this fine day? Doing very excellent. I just yeah. got a new vehicle Ooh. today. So nice. That's where your Patreon dollars go. <laughs> <laughs> Both to, oh, no. Good heavens. Now you're a new phone. <laughs> God, I hope so. Totally fine. Woo! Okay, that was a little rough. <laughs> it did make quite a slapping noise. It did. It was loud. I was worried about that. I was yeah. like, oh no, she's got well, this new car. It's not an iPhone, so it can survive. Burn. Yeah, burn. That thing would never survive a phone I've like dropped that. this actually quite a few times, and it hasn't. I've only a actually broken story. the screen of a phone like twice. I broke the back of the screen mm. of my old Samsung phone. Yeah. But that's because they were making that line with glass backs. Oh. So I Why dropped glass it. glass backs? And I, because it was very sleek and fancy looking. Mm, but sure my sister looked- and I went camping the month that I got that oh, phone. No. And I had it in my back pocket and I didn't have a case yet because it oh, was so no. new. And you went camping? And we were going down a really steep kind of ravine face no, no, no. to join the other hippies at the natural <laughs> river. <laughs> and it fell out of my back pocket and went like the whole way down. Like that's not going to be good. The front screen was fine. Really, the back was the only thing that got cracked. The the actual cover, perfectly fine. Wow. I was like, wow. iPhone, get it together. <laughs> you can't do shit can't compared do to shit this. Compared to this. <laughs> wow, that is uh, that's very entertaining. Uh, very interesting. But uh, so yeah, new car. That's cool. New car. New car. New me. That's right. Yeah. And you also, I, I know you said it on the Discord, but you also got something else new. Well, pre-ordered. Ready to go. <gasps> That's right. Oh my God. Okay. So, approximately end of April, I think, is when they're going to ship them because it doesn't include the game. Mm. But I did manage to snag one of the Nintendo Switch OLED special editions for Tears of the Kingdom. <gasps> Hell yeah. Lucky, lucky. And it was actually, so when I was purchasing it, I did not compare prices at all to the just base OLED mm. for the Switch because I was like, I don't fucking care. I'll pay any amount of money. <laughs> Whatever you want for this thing, I'll pay. It's only $10 more than the standard Switch OLED. Oh. Yeah, right? That's not bad at all. So, hell yeah. Because yes. it's like custom, custom like yeah, design, custom. Yeah, it's got all these custom designs the, on it. What are the it? controls it's are called? Beautiful. Joy-Cons. Yeah, Joy-Cons. <laughs> so, I cannot wait to do an unboxing <sighs> on Team Chat. So, stay fun. tuned for that eventually. But, like I said, if anybody else is looking into it, it does not include the game. So, make so sure you got that pre-ordered. Yeah, you have to buy Don't the game sad. separately. And GameStop, I'm not, I assume that other places are probably going to have it too, but GameStop also has on their website a special 
special edition Tears of the Kingdom Switch case, Ooh. which I don't need one because I already have my Sheikah Slate case from Breath of the Wild 1, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and a really pretty uh, Tears of the Kingdom Nintendo Pro Controller, Ooh. and that I might buy. See, that's what's crazy, <laughs> that it comes with a Pro Controller. Yeah. And it's still only $10 more than just oh, the no, normal. Oh, so, no, so it doesn't come with the Pro Controller. Oh, that's a separate Oh, that's purchase. a separate thing. Yeah, you yeah. That. Okay, sorry. I have Got no confused. idea what's in the special edition. Because I guess that would be probably I like I think it's just bucks. the Switch itself. It's oh, just that okay. it's a Switch OLED, and it looks hella fancy. Oh, okay, just got Which, a fun paint job. Honestly, that's all I really wanted well, yeah. out of it. I don't care about the other accessories. I just want a super fancy-looking OLED Switch. Nice. So, That'll be really very, cool. I, I think they said it ships like April 24th or something like mm-hmm. that. So When does Tears of the Kingdom actually come out? May 12th. Uh, so you get the console nice. first, okay. and then you get to play Get time to break it in a little bit. It'll be like the first game I put on it. How exciting will that, that will be? That will be cool. What do I do with my other games? Put them on there? How? Can you just re-download them? Oh, duh. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really nice, though, because that means that I can finally uh, leave all of my huge data from other games on the old Switch, yep. like all that Animal Crossing data. Oh, yeah. My massive yeah. Hollow Knight file. That no file that? Ta- takes up a lot of space, but I will never delete it, so don't well, even do you think have the about it. Cloud? Backups? Uh, maybe? I don't remember. I feel like I probably never set that that. up. Oh my god. I'll just replay the game again. It's not a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) I keep replaying it anyways, so nothing would change. Just go for another run. No big deal at all. Well, hey, you can hear us talk about Tears of the Kingdom, Hollow Knight, and other great games such as that here, right here on Team Chat. Right here? Right here on Team Chat Podcast, a video game show where we talk about the games we love, the games we hate, and everything in between. New episodes come out on Thursdays, and you can listen to those on podcast uh, services across the World Wide Web, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and others. You can also watch every video, a video version of each episode over on our YouTube channel. Links for all that are in the description below. Finally, you can join us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Discord. And one last little tidbit. If you'd like to help make the show bigger and better, you can head over to patreon.com slash teamchatpodcast, whereas for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show and make it bigger and better just like Super Saiyan Ace, Elise F, Zach S, Mariah S, Susan M, James K, Michael B, Andrew M, Michael S, and Brandon W have done. They've gone over their support of the show. We are truly grateful for all of your support because that gives you cool perks like getting the episodes early before this general Thursday release and access to our private channel on our Discord server, along with some other extra goodies along the way. There are free ways to support the show, such as subscribing to wherever you listen to or watch the show, telling your friends, and writing us reviews and for all of those things. Now this is throwing me off. Come on, hurry up. But we love you all. Heart emojis. There we go. See, you were so close. All you, you had to do was stay on track. Early. <laughs> this is like um like like pressurized conditioning for you. I'm yeah, trying to make so. you stronger. Why? I'm trying, trying to have hard enough time with the intros, damn build it. Build character. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, but yes, check all that stuff out if you would. Uh, And thank you to each and every one of our listeners, viewers, and patrons alike. I need more of you because now I have to uh, get more money to pay for the higher insurance premiums on my (laughs) car. (laughs) So chop, chop, everybody. Get into that money. You know what they say? (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, we got a really fun topic. Uh, Another review of an exciting game that Mogan has been playing lately. No doubt, if you have been on the Discord and or follow her on Twitter, you've heard her reactions to this game. But now she's here to deliver her full review of Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm 
final bar line. I see. The only thing of that title I knew was Theater Rhythm, so that's why I wasn't going to go into it. I mean, honestly, that's all you need to have known. (laughs) So Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm, the Theater Rhythm series has been around since the, like, OG Nintendo DS games. Oh, wow, really? And originally, these were exclusively handheld titles. I don't think they came to any other platforms other than Nintendo DS and maybe the PS Vita Mm -hmm. or the PSP even. I would have to double check if it went to any of the other handhelds, but that would make sense because it's a Square Enix product. Right. So uh, Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm is a rhythm game based on Final Fantasy music from all across the long history of the Final Fantasy series. So in the case of Final Bar Line, which is the only installment so far for a mainline console, the Nintendo Switch, and the PS4. Mm. So even if you don't have a Switch, you can still play it thanks to the PlayStation 4. You don't have to have a PS5 for it. Horizon. That's nice. DLC. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Mm, I'm still sore about that. Uh, But it's a rhythm game featuring all the songs you've come to know and love and be attached to over the years. And I had never gotten into the series before now. I had always wanted to, but I wasn't really that into rhythm games back when I first saw them coming out. Right. So, like, back when... You know, DDR, got her big tail. <laughs> She's getting me help. <laughs> Lay down. So back when, you know, rhythm games, at least in the West, were really becoming popular was kind of the, the DDRs and the rock bands mm, of the world. Mm-hmm. I think most people would probably, or at least most Americans, would probably point to rock band or Dance Dance Revolution as one or both of the only rhythm games they have ever truly gotten into. Can't and forget that Guitar Hero, though. Oh, Guitar Hero. That I, I always kind of think rock that... Rock Band um, and Guitar Hero, they're like the same that's thing. That's the thing. Is like I always fuse the two of them together. Rock Band, so. I guess, just came... It, it also had the drum kit, the microphone. That's it, like, right. It was the actual yeah, full yeah, band, yeah. I guess, not just the guitar. So Rock Band, Guitar Hero, Dance Dance Revolution, like those are the three that when you say rhythm game, yeah. I feel like most Americans would think of. Mm-hmm. But... The, the the East Japan, they have a whole different world of rhythm gaming out there. And sort of the closest that you can get to it, you know, from the, from like an American with American access to regular games that you can actually understand that are in your language. Sure. Uh, mobile gaming is really where rhythm games thrive. Now, that's not necessarily a blanket statement. There are definitely other rhythm games available for consoles and for PC. But for by and large, I have found the most variety and the best experiences on mobile rhythm games. Mm. Cetus, Cetus 2, Demo and Demo 2, Muse Dash, which actually that's ironic because it's better on PC. I didn't, <laughs> la- I didn't like the mobile version as much, but the point is Muse Dash rules. All the best, with Thumper, uh, Thumper, oh, po- yeah. Yeah, Thumper Pocket Edition, all of those awesome rhythm games are right in the palm of your hands. And they feel so good and so natural to play as a handheld mobile game. Yeah. So it was kind of hard for me to imagine enjoying a console-based rhythm game as much because I didn't like Guitar Hero. Mm -hmm. I didn't like Rock Band. I was not even close to athletic enough for Dance Dance Revolution. Oh, Dance Dance Revolution was never a question in my mind. There's no way. I remember we had one of like the the floor pads, not the hardcover one, the soft cover one because we didn't have that kind of money. (laughs) Uh, And I remember like, Playing it a little and liking it, it just never stuck. And for probably the predominant reason of I was a lazy kid, (laughs) I 
really didn't want to do exercise. I have no rhythm for dance. <laughs> yeah, and I have no rhythm for dance. So I was Even really... if there's boxes telling me, no, yeah. I'm sorry. It's not so, going to So all this to say that when I looked at Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm, I thought, that seems neat. But it was never motivating enough for me to be like, okay, I actually really want to play these games. Because I had a DS. It's yeah. not like I didn't have the ability to get them. It just never really drew me in. And I don't really know why I kind of latched on to Final Bar Line as quickly as I, as I did. But for anybody that's, you know, even vaguely interested in a rhythm game on the Switch and that is a fan of the Final Fantasy series, there's a demo. There's oh, a demo nice. available in the eShop after I played that demo, which gives you access to one of a selection of mainline Final Fantasy games. So basically how the demo works is you get to pick, I think maybe five different titles, the options being like Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy one and two, maybe mm -hmm. like like some of the earlier ones. Sure. They don't give you a lot of the way later series or any of the um, packs, I guess you would call it, that it deems particularly difficult. It intentionally gives you only sort of the easier tracks as part of the demo. But once you actually purchase the full game, the entire thing opens up and it's very open ended the way it's designed. And I'm not I cannot make any comment <laughs> one way or another, whether or not the previous Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm titles were like this. I would assume that they were, mm -hmm. but I don't have any historical context for that. Uh, so the way that final bar line works is when you boot up the game for the first time you are given a single key and you get to unlock one of any of the i probably should have counted how many there were <laughs> one of any of the i think there's at least 20 there oh, might wow. be more than that uh, any one of the like 20 plus uh soundtrack packs i'm gonna call them packs because that's how i think of it from mobile gaming sure other people might i guess it's just games it's just one of the 20 games from the final fantasy series because so you know so it's a rhythm game and all that stuff and you're but and you're and it's set specifically around the final fantasy yes. series is there any story to it at all or is it really like you're just you unlock these packs and then you're Wait, just trying to get the high score yes. so very good question there's absolutely zero story involved okay. so the only reason that you have any real connection to any of these games or any of the characters that you can unlock by playing specific games mm -hmm. packs is just that you've played that game before and that you have a certain affinity for those characters so let's say for example that I unlock Final Fantasy 8 soundtrack because I want to play through all of those it doesn't include all of them but I want to play through that selection of soundtracks from that game right when you start that process up it gives you anywhere between one to like five or six characters from that game okay. that you get to add to your party oh. so the, so it, it this is kind of where i was the most surprised with playing theater rhythm as opposed to any of the other mobile rhythm games i've ever played is that it actually included far more rpg mechanics than i thought it would mm. i was very much taken aback after i finally started to get into the deeper system of oh you actually should be thinking about this stuff yeah. a lot of this actually makes a lot of sense because you've got the ability to add up to four party members and the four party members loosely um 
correlate to the four lines of music that notes happen on when they're ha- that notes uh, appear on when they're flying at you to the judgment line. Okay. So if you're unfamiliar with rhythm games and you've really never played one, usually the format is notes fly at you from one direction of the screen to the other end of the screen where there's sort of a final a final bar, frankly. That is the, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the really the best way to say that's it. That's where they must have got the name that's from. That's where they got the name from. It's all coming together. Uh, the, that final bar is usually called the judgment line. So usually how it works is when a note gets to the judgment line, depending on whether you hit it too early, too late, or dead on, you get a rating for that hit. So if a singular note runs into the judgment line and I hit it perfectly, at least in the context of theater rhythm, I would get a rainbow critical. That's what it calls it. If I hit it almost perfect, but I am just barely off, Mm -hmm. that's a critical. Mm. If you only do it okay, that's a great. If you do it even worse, that's an okay. (laughs) (laughs) And if you do it even worse than an okay, it's a bad and if you just completely miss the note, like you didn't even see it or just your inputs were wrong and you didn't get it at all, that's obviously a miss. Just uninstall the game. Just, just uninstall. Get out of there. You're not worthy. <laughs> uh, but so with OKs, greats, criticals, and rainbow criticals, all of those count towards your... Um, Score, build... Very uh, comp... Chain. Chain, Your yes. chain, yes. So uh, if you hit every note in, a, in, in any of the tracks and you don't miss a single one and you don't get a single bad because bads also break your chain, mm-hmm. then you get the moniker at the end of that track that says, hey, you got X score and also you got bam, badge, perfect chain. So obviously you definitely want perfect chain. But it can get even more perfect than that. Because maybe you got a perfect chain, but you had a couple of greats in there, mm-hmm. and maybe even, oh, God forbid, a few okays. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case, then you just might get like a like a single S or maybe even an A tier if you had too many okays in yeah. there. But if you did all of them critical, at least, you're usually getting triple S tier. But if you got all rainbow criticals and obviously a perfect chain that goes along with that right you get perfect all rainbow critical and that's the maximum score you can get so how many of those have you got none <laughs> fucking none <laughs> the best i imagine that's incredibly difficult <laughs> it's difficult the amount of people on the so so the subreddit for theater rhythm i like live there now because i because <laughs> i have so many questions because i don't have any of the context from sure. the previous games so i'm like how does this work and what does this do how do i beat this fucking boss what is going on here? So the theater rhythm community is small but mighty, <laughs> and they're extremely helpful. So what am I? Where was I going with that? Uh, oh, but anyways, I'll, I'll like log in just to see what people are doing. It's like I played on supreme mode, and I just got nine nine million nine hundred ninety nine 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 nine. The perfect score is nine 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 nine. Right. Like that's as good as you can get it, which I think is, I guess it would be one shy of a million. Nine hundred ninety-nine thousand nine. How do you say that number? I don't know. It sounds like you start singing. Nine hundred ninety-nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine. There we go. Okay. <laughs> math is hard. <laughs> it really is. That's I why I avoided it all costs. See, you've already lost me. There's yeah, too much math. Anyways, in this game. <laughs> the amount of people on there like posting their high scores is like, oh yeah, it was really easy for me. I'm like, fuck <laughs> yeah. Is that the worst? It's, it's the like, worst. don't give me this unattainable goal to shoot for. Don't. Yeah. Run this in my it's face like that you're you gifted with this ability of rhythm. Of here. I need a subreddit to the subreddit of can't get that score, <laughs> but still enjoying the game. Yeah. So it's clearly possible. People do it all the time, yep. but it is not possible for me yet. 
the best I've gotten is one track, and I can't remember which track it was, which is a shame, honestly. You would think the amount of times I played it, I would remember which one it was. I got one track to be all critical. Mm. Not all rainbow critical, but I got all critical. It's a step. Yeah, it's a step. It's a step in the right direction. And before you ask, yes, it was on beginner mode. <laughs> Fuck off. Oh, no, that's fine. I don't, uh, hell, that's what I'd be playing this on. Like. Which leads us to the difficulty levels. Okay. So we'll talk more about the RPG elements in a, middle, in, in a minute and sort of more of the mechanical aspects to it. Uh, but the baseline that most people would need to know is that it is actually a very beginner-friendly and kid-friendly game, I think. Oh, okay. For two reasons. One, I actually haven't gotten to try it out, but there's a co-op mode. They're like you can play you tracks. Mean we could be playing it right now. We while could we be. I just thought you wouldn't want to. I mean, I do it. I try it out. <laughs> I, I actually like. I haven't played many because no, I was not ever really that good at like Guitar Hero slash. Never had it to ever yeah. really a place to practice it. But uh, okay, the biggest and I feel like I might have talked about this a long, 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 long time ago. But the most uh, rhythm game experience I have is on the iPod Classic. Oh god, the one with the spin wheel, with the slider. <laughs> yeah, with the spin wheel slider and stuff, and the the first one that like let let you have video and stuff on it had a rhythm game on it. Wow. Cannot for the life of me remember what it was, nice. what it was called. Um, but you could have that, and it would be like you'd hit either the left, center, or, or oh, right yeah. button. And then whenever there was like a slide or a run, you would use the wheel. Nice. And I like, have to keep the indicator there. That's fun. It was super fun, and it had like some great like pre-installed games in it. Or not game songs in it, but what I loved about it is that you could add songs from your music library. Oh, and it would generate... And it would generate that's awesome. And you could still like kick up the the difficulty level and stuff. So you're I want to say it was me. Fuse something. Oh. If somebody out there like knows what I'm talking about, I'll do a Google search a little later and see yeah. if I can figure it out too. But it was Fuse something for the iPod Classic. So fun. And if you're the world record holder so yes, for highest <laughs> score in that iPod Touch game, let us know. I'm, I'm going to ch- do yeah, some Yeah, we want to talk. <laughs> but but no, like I would us. definitely try out Theater Rhythm. <laughs> no, so theater we should try out the co-op fun. mode. Is it yeah. online or is it only couch? I think it's only couch, okay. but there is an online mode, so we'll get to that in a second. Uh, so there, what I'm saying is it's very beginner-friendly in that each and every song on the entire game, of which there are literally hundreds, I think there's something like 300 plus, like I want to say 381 is the, the number that I've got in my head for some reason. There are at least 380 some odd songs that come with the base game of Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm Final Bar Line. And of those 300 some odd tracks, all of them have a beginner, an expert, and what's called an ultimate mode. So beginner and expert usually range from uh, difficulty ratings like one through three for beginner, mm-hmm. and then maybe four through six for um expert but sometimes that's a little bit more of a soft line sometimes it'll tell you like oh well this one's an ultimate but it's only an ultimate seven maybe there are also some expert seven levels so you can play like expert level four which is still a little bit easier mm. than expert level six so even within those levels there are other gradations of okay this is beginner level one this is as easy as it gets if you can't play this song Go, don't return it. (laughs) Take this back to Best Buy. This is not a game for you. Beginner level two and three, also very, very easy, but still too difficult for me to get all rainbow criticals. So, whatever. (laughs) So, is this kind of thing where it's like you have to, you can like play at any of these difficulty levels at any time? Do you have to like unlock them? Okay. There are no restrictions. Uh, Any track that you get after unlocking that game's soundtrack pack, for lack of a better word, 
all of them come with beginner, expert, ultimate. You okay. do not have to play the beginner to get the expert, to get the ultimate. You can just skip straight ahead. And so uh, if you're already an expert sorry. player, you don't have to worry about like having to get over the hurdle of, I don't want to play the beginner levels because I right, know I'm better right. than that. And so, and so then is there any unlock of the songs themselves in the pack? Like, do you have to be the first one or is it like, yes. okay, okay. So cool. this is where we can talk about how the game works. Ah. So we'll use Final Fantasy VIII as the example for no good reason, really. Uh, so each soundtrack pack uh, goes on a literally a line from start to finish. And on that line are a series of quests because it's a Final Fantasy game. It's got those RPG elements in it. So thinking of each song that you can play as a quest, each of them has a difficulty rating that you can choose from beginner, expert, ultimate. Mm -hmm. And then they also have an attached quest that goes along with that song. Now that quest can be almost anything of a few different archetypes. So it might be something like, hey, you need to have this specific character in your party to finish this quest. So if you're playing through Final Fantasy VIII, it's probably at some point going to ask you for a quest uh, condition of, hey, have Squall in your party. Sure. And that's the only win condition. You put Squall in your party, you play through that track without getting a fail, you finish it, Squall was in your party, great, you completed the quest, you usually get an item out of that. So it could be an item that you can actually physically use, like mm -hmm. a potion, or a phoenix down or um, like an XP modifier uh, which just makes you gain experience faster sure. or it could be something that's just for funsies like different outfits for your moogle do you know what a moogle is? I have is? no idea what a moogle is you don't is. need to know what a moogle is <laughs> <laughs> they're these really do you know what a cactar is? Sorry, no. The I'm, Final I'm, Fantasy Cactus you've probably seen it I'm sure I've before. seen it I, I feel like the only and now I'm going to not even be able to say it, uh, is the, the only like creature of Final Fantasy that I know is the, is the bird, which I'm now like... The bird? The, like, Chocobo! Chocobo! Yeah! See, and I even forgot what those are called. You know what? That's good enough. I'll take it. Uh, this is a cactar. Maybe you've seen this creature? No. Never mind. Never <laughs> seen a cactar in my life. Cactar. Put it on the screen, Jaren. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so where was I going with the cactar discussion? You can get uh, outfits for the Yes, you can get outfits for your Moogle. Moogles. It's just a Final Fantasy creature that just comes along with your party for literally no purpose. The Moogle serves no purpose in the context of the, the actual playable game other than to just be fun and you when you get little outfits for them it's like great now i get to put it in a little kitty cat outfit and it's the best <laughs> well yeah yeah it's awesome the other silly thing that they added is you know how in a lot of the really not a lot all all of the final fantasy games are usually associated with a particular airship or sure. a vehicle so like with final fantasy 15 you know the boys cruising around in their super sleek back yeah. black car or whatever you can unlock that car to swoop in and fly your crew and basically airdrop you into the levels that's cool so you see them all jump out of their fancy airship and then they go running into battle that's cool it's just for fun yeah. it does nothing they have no function other than man that's awesome <laughs> I mean, and that's sometimes yeah. all the function it needs, you know? Yeah, and I've always wanted for the characters of Final Fantasy X to be able to fly in on the high wind from Final Fantasy VII. So it's just a matter of, yeah, I just want them all to have a super nice time and for everybody to thematically match their vehicle to, like, the vibe of the characters. So when yeah. I have the all-villain crew, it's very different from when I've got, like, the all-heroes or the all-creatures crew. Uh, so there's fun little stuff that you can get for quests, but the quest conditions vary wildly. It can be really easy stuff of just have X character in your party. It can be more difficult stuff like, hey, you have to beat this song on expert mode mm -hmm. or on ultimate mode to finish this quest to other things like, okay, you need to defeat eight enemies in this level. Or the ones that are the 
bane of my existence and that I'm really only just now getting to the point of being able to complete are beat the boss in blank amount of seconds. Oh. And those seconds are like 30, 25. Beat the boss in that amount of seconds. Wow. And it's like, fucking how? The song is three minutes long. <laughs> and you just have to rack up a high enough score? No, so that's the thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> or like a perfect chain combo something? Kind of. So this is where the art, what a good question to lead into the next topic. Thank you, thank the you. RPG I do what I can. The RPG elements. <laughs> and then stall while I take a sip. And I know that was terrible timing because you're also taking But you know, that's no big deal because you finish talking, then I start talking and I'm able to fill this gap of this distance while you take a sip before before you tell us about the RPG about elements of theater rhythm. Okay. <laughs> I get so excited about theater rhythm. Right? You just get going, then you get caught in mouth, and then yeah. you're just like... Ah. Quick aside, theater rhythm is a maximum dry eye, no blinking game. <laughs> I bet, because I'm when, sure those oh things are like God, flying at you. When you are in the zone and you're just staring at the screen for like hours on end, your eyes are like, we're begging you to stop. <laughs> like it'll get to the end of the song and I'm like, oh. Oh, God, <laughs> it really hurts. My you contacts like are drying a, out. An eyedropper of, like, after each one. I have real, real gamers use G Fuel for their eyes. <laughs> Don't even, the, the te- your tears <laughs> your will, will mix tears. it for you. Just drop the, the powder right on there. Oh, my God. <laughs> like the Kool-Aid powder, but for G Fuel, oh. yeah. Gross. Gamer tears. <laughs> G Fuel sponsor us. <laughs> Anyways, so the RPG elements, and this is something that I really, really discounted at first, Mm. because from my perspective, I was like, oh, this is just kind of a funsies extra thing. It doesn't actually matter. Boy, how wrong I was. So each character of your four characters that can be in your party, they get three slots for abilities. So characters also have different classes. So mostly those classes align to what you would consider their class to be in their mainline games. Like for example, Yuna from Final Fantasy X. In that game, she's the summoner. She's the grand summoner. So her class in Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm, Final Bar Line, is summoner. So her whole thing is she helps your party summon any of your given summons faster mm. with the condition of, hey, you can activate her abilities by hitting certain triggers or doing a certain amount of a specific type of trigger or by dealing X damage, that kind of thing. Cool. So that's sort of how abilities work is it's usually a combination of hit blank amount of triggers to fire off an ability or do a specific type of trigger X amount of times to fire it off. Alternatively, a lot of the abilities are also... Um, what you might consider like support or passive abilities. So it might be the case of Chocobo, for example. You can actually unlock Chocobo, the one from Chocobo's Dungeon specifically. You can unlock Chocobo uh, as a playable character Mm -hmm. and its class is considered support class. So a lot of its abilities make your party faster. That's really Chocobo's specific thing. So if you equip Haste March to Chocobo, at the very beginning of the song, when it first starts up, that ability activates and it lasts the entire song. Okay, that's cool. So it's more of a passive ability as opposed to this deals damage to enemies or heals the party Mm -hmm. or deals magic damage. Those are what a lot of the other abilities do. So those abilities I looked at and I was like, cool. This probably don't mean anything. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wrong, wrong, wrong. They're they really don't, necessary. They are extremely necessary, <laughs> especially if you want to actually complete all of the game's quests. Because like I said, you get um, a big sort of uh, congratulatory prize if you finish every quest mm. in a given soundtrack for a game. So if I were to complete all of the quests from Final Fantasy VIII's uh, soundtrack list, I, at the end of that, I would get this big package of like blank amount of items and you've unlocked these specific songs for something so it's a big deal to finish all the quests because you get rewards for it so far that has not happened for me (laughs) because a lot of those quests are really actually very hard to do Mm -hmm. and quests themselves come with difficulty ratings as well so like have blank person in your party that's a one star quest anybody can do that it requires no skill but like beat the game beat this track on expert that might be a three or a five star because it's a little bit harder to do beat the boss in 25 seconds that's a level 13 quest and it's like (laughs) oh fuck you're not gonna beat that anytime soon which is why it's so important to carefully balance out your party makeup. So the types are like a physical type of, you know, your, your brawlers, your sword users. Those are usually the physical ones. They're defense types, summoners, magic users, support types, and probably a couple of others that I'm blanking on right now. But magic, physical, support, and summoner are the, the primary ones that I can think of off the top of my head. So their abilities are it is extremely important to consider how each individual character's abilities interact with others because there are no restrictions after you start unlocking other song packs Mm -hmm. of how you put together any of the characters that you've collected throughout those games. Okay, There's probably... I, I don't have them all yet, but I want to say there's probably close to or over 100 unlockable characters. Oh, wow. Because uh, 100 might be a little bit much. There are at least 70. Don't quote me on that. There might not be. But there's still a (laughs) lot because each game includes at least one, and I think only two games, three games have one unlockable character and they're like the weird offshoots yeah or the very first final fantasy game which is just funny you just get that one specific guy uh but most of the others have at least three usually four or more unlockable characters for that title so by the end of it you've got a huge roster of characters that you can work around with and each of them gains different abilities as they level up so leveling up also plays a big role in the final bar line so when you finish the song, you get XP, of course. That XP directly goes into leveling up your characters. So if I beat a song on beginner level and I get a perfect combo, I get way more XP than if I, you know, broke my chain. Sure. Or if I, you know, only beat it with like a B rating, <laughs> a C even, or if you even failed it. Right. So you can get close to no XP if you actually fail one, but if you get like a triple S ranking on any given level, you get a shit ton of XP for nice. that. Nice. And then there are also, like I said, XP modifiers, which can double or even triple the amount of XP you get from X level. But the XP is affected by a lot of other factors as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mainly one of the things to consider is the difficulty of the song, the length of the song, and the amount and type of triggers that it has. So each uh, track um, is played on four bars of music. So those four, because it uh, it aligns to how you hold the controller in your hands. So the types of triggers are touch trigger. So just a single press, those are uh, denoted by red notes. So any red note that's flying at your judgment line, that's a singular press. You press it good, perfect. Rainbow critical. You press it bad, bad. Break the chain. Yep, yep. Others are slides. So similar to like what you were saying with your iPod touch, there are these long sliding notes that happen, usually in field music stages. We'll talk more about that in a second. Okay. 
usually in field music stages, which is, all right, you have to start holding that button when it hits the judgment line and then use the analog stick to drag the note up and down in time to the music to hit all the notes and complete that uh, slide note as hopefully a rainbow critical. And obviously, you know, just going down the line worse and worse and worse if you do it bad. The others are like double lines. So you two notes can hit the judgment line at the same time, in which case you're probably going to want to use the shoulder buttons to do those because yeah. it's just the easiest way to do it. And then I feel like, oh, uh, the, the, what is the game call them? They're not slides. They're like push. <laughs> or Pushines? Pushines. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you would call them. Swipe. Ah, yes, yeah, swipe. Here okay. we go. So they're swipe notes, which are yellow, uh, denoted by the color yellow. So a swipe note usually has a direction associated with it. So it'll be like a yellow note with a little arrow sort of hitting off to the left or to the right or up or down or diagonal even. So it can be any of the cardinal directions plus the northeasts and the southwests of the world. Sure. So you have to use the analog stick to slide, to quickly swipe the stick in that direction at the perfect time to land that rainbow critical on that note. Nice. The swipes are so... They really get me. I can those, understand Those swipes that. get me. I can understand that, because that seems like because it is way more like a, a press... Versus a, a yeah. like a, a consistent movement or keeping up with it, you know. The others are things that uh, specifically for swipe notes, they can also be doubled up mm. within their singular note. So you might have to use both analog sticks to push both of them in at the same time, or both out, or both in opposite directions. So swipe notes are really tough, and they always get me, and I always somehow fuck them up at the very end, <laughs> even though I was this close to a perfect chain, and then I'm like, oh fuck, now I gotta start all over again. So those are the basic notes. Touch slides swipes and i don't know what else to call them other than like doubles but yeah. even then you can have like double holds or single holds or gradations of holds because you might start a hold and it just kind of goes very um horizontal for mm -hmm. a ways but then it ends at the exact same time as a new hold begins so you kind of have to scale it down of making sure that you are both releasing the other note and pressing down the new note at exactly the same time to get perfect criticals on both of them yeah those are really tough um i have really not managed to get uh th that transition <laughs> quite right yet so those are really hard um, and then later in the game when you start getting into ultimate mode and even just some of the high expert modes it might be like okay we're going to start throwing uh multis of these at you so now you have to get both a touch and a swipe at the same time oh, those wow. are going to be flying at you and also the swipes change direction so you're going to want to like really make sure that you keep going and like keep the swipes and the taps up and not get confused between right. the two because if you do you're fucked <laughs> The good Seems like a lot of things can result in you being fucked in this it game. It really, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's really how it often works out. Uh, the good news is you can use almost any button on the controller to correlate to the touches and the slides. Oh, that's nice. So if you only want to use the um, like A, X, B, Y, you can just use those. If you technically didn't want to use the shoulder buttons... I mean, you wouldn't really have to. Like yeah. for the double notes, for example, if you were for some reason better at smashing down like X and Y at the same time to do those doubles together, sure, go for it. 
I can't imagine being good enough at that. And my thumbs, I don't think, are shaped good enough for that. <laughs> so for me, the shoulder buttons work better for right. that. But if you want to use the bumpers or the triggers, you can use whatever you want. Uh, you can also double up on certain ones. So if you want to use like one of the triggers and then one of the like A buttons, for example, go for it. Yeah. It does not matter except for the swipes. So the swipes obviously have to be the analog sticks. But other than that, you can do whatever you want. And there's sort of no limits on which buttons you have to use. So it's not like a red note flies at you and it's labeled A or right. it's labeled B. That's not the case here. It's just use whatever you want as long as you hit it at the perfect timing and then release it at the perfect timing and don't break your chain and also make sure that all of your party members' uh, magic abilities are scaling off of each other so that you can deal maximum damage to the boss when it appears at the end of the song. And it's like, great. A lot <laughs> to this, I gotta say. That's the thing. Because like, I, I was not expecting that. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I know, I know that like, Guitar Hero rock bands and all that stuff, it has these same tenets of like the, the notes flying at you, hitting them in the right time, hitting the slides, hitting, you know, all that stuff. But it was, and I know that those, I'm not saying that this game is like chump change compared to theater rhythm, but to, I know that like it takes it's a just lot that of there skill. There's no greater depth. Exactly. To it. It's like you played the guitar and the songs were yeah. very difficult and they got harder as you went up in the difficulties. Yeah. But this whole like building your party, fighting bosses, dealing damage, magical abilities. It's a lot. It's really it's really cool, though. It's really cool. What is fun is that as you're playing through the songs, your party kind of they either stand stationary and waves of enemies come at them in what are called battle music stages. Yeah. So those are things like your standard fight themes. So like the fight theme from Final Fantasy seven that everybody probably not you everybody (laughs) else on planet Earth knows that's a battle music stage. But then if you maybe get to a song like um, Thunder Plains from Final Fantasy X, that's sort of an area of the game that you're traveling through. Mm. So that's more of one where your party is running at something, usually just the end of the stage or the end of the the boss at the end of the stage. Mm -hmm. But they're progressively moving forward. Those are called field music stages. Now, I thought it did not matter one way or another. Right. Again, I was wrong. <laughs> because, and this, like, the game... Okay, never mind. Well, that's a, that's a tangent. Uh, so the, the difference between field music stages and battle music stages, for anybody that's maybe struggling with this at home, is that field music stages do not permit summons. You can get the passive ability from a summon you have equipped, but your characters cannot actually summon in field music stages. So if you've got a party of all summoners and you're hoping that they're going to be able to summon X, Y, Bahamut. Is Bahamut in that game? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he is, actually. If you want to summon Ifrit, too bad. You're not going to be able to because it's a field music stage. Only battle music stages. And when you summon a person, that brings another person into your party and you can use their magical abilities? Correct. So so more or less correct. The concept of summons is very uh, deeply ingrained into Final Fantasy. So summons are just usually really powerful beings that you use as like a special ultimate move. Got it. They're not in every game. I don't know. I haven't played every game. How would I know? Uh, But they are a staple of the Final Fantasy series. Usually a summon is like a win condition for a final battle. If you can get a summon off, they deal way more damage than your party can usually do on their own. The same applies to Final Bar Line. Usually a summon will give you a big blast of damage. They'll help you clear the path so that your party can move forward faster. And you can do things like defeat X enemies, defeat the boss. That's what the summons are for. 
but only for battle music stages, not for field music stages. Yeah. So if you were like, why are my summons going off? That's why. And I had to figure that out for myself, even though I guess technically the game told me, but it didn't tell me good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Which is my one kind of small complaint about the game is that, and I don't know if this was different in the old games, if maybe it did a better job about explaining the deeper mechanics of it, but I feel like there are so many things about theater rhythm that are not in the tutorial. The oh. tutorial is extremely short. Interesting. It gives you the bare minimum amount of information, and then the only other clues that you really get are from the loading screen hint sections. Oh. And that's where it's giving you really important information like, hey, which of my different stats for characters, because characters also have stats. They have strength, uh, spirit, magic, agility, luck, and that might be all of them. Mm. I can't remember. But for example, if you've got a character that has really high luck, what does that do? Right. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know what luck correlates to. Strength and magic are obvious. The higher a character's strength, the more damage they're going to deal out. The higher a character's magic, the more powerful their magic spells are going to be. Right. But does magic or spirit affect the strength of summons? And does it actually make a summon's ability stronger? Or does it just make it to where you can summon that summon faster? Yeah. So which of those two stats is actually you know, funneling into XYZ thing that I'm trying to do. That's where the game really doesn't give you any additional information. And I've looked. <laughs> I'm like, is there like a manual somewhere in here? There is not. Wow. So that's my one complaint is that I feel like a lot of the deeper mechanics of the game mm -hmm. are just not obvious. Yeah, that's And you weird. have to go onto the subreddit and be like, help, is it right. spirit or is it magic? I can't tell. <laughs> so I, I feel like that's the one thing that the game could really do better. Other than that, I have virtually zero complaints about the game. Nice. And most, I mean, overall, I'm just gobsmacked at how jam-packed with content it is. Because in addition to the, uh, what feels like millions of playable songs, mm -hmm. you also have other modes on top of that. So like I said, there's the fun little co-op mode. Right. There's the ability to not actually play through the story stages at all. Once you've unlocked a song, you can just go to a separate section of the uh, title screen that's just music stages. And you can just go through your library you could set your favorites and you can play through your favorite stages in any order you want. No, no restrictions, no limitations. That's cool. Which is really nice for somebody that's like, I've got 10 minutes. Yeah. I just want to play a few songs before work and get out and go. So the music stages are really great for that. Then you also have, and I'm actually way more into it than I thought I would be multi battle stages, oh. which is the online mode. So this is where you can go online, make a room. You can either play with friends from your friend list, of course, enter mm -hmm. in a password, that kind of thing. Or you can just create public rooms and battle against anybody else in the world. God, the Japanese. <laughs> I know it's like their game and they made it, but boy, if they could get out. <laughs> Much like in Splatoon, they are too good. And you're like, you're really making it hard for me to, to increase my rank over yeah. here. This is pretty brutal. Because the way that multi-battle stages work uh, is, or I guess just all multi multiplayer stages work is it can be up to four players in a room and each of you competes against the other for a given song among your selection of four so when you get into a room and you're starting up the uh, stage each of you picks a song that you want to be selected okay. and then kind of like how it works in mario kart there's just a little randomizer and right, it just sort right. of scrolls around and whichever one it lands on you all have to play that song this is both a pro and a con 
on the downside, whatever song you personally picked, you probably picked it because you're good at it. Right. And you think you can win. So if somebody else gets their song picked, A, you might suck at it. <laughs> B, it might be a shit song because that does occasionally happen. Right. C, you may have never played that song before. I was about to say, because there's so many songs in this so game. There's so many songs. So that's frequently happening to me. Is like, oh, I haven't gotten to that song you yet. you got to start so practicing. Tough. The good news is, once you get to play a song from somebody else in battle mu- in multiplayer stages, you unlock that song permanently. Oh. Not in story mode, but in music stage mode. Okay. So if I wanted to leave and go practice that specific song, because maybe I really liked it, or maybe I'm like, you bastard, I'll get you next time. You can go practice that on your own and then come back later and use that same song for your own repertoire later down the line so it's nice that you actually get something out of it even if you get absolutely crushed because sure. it's a song that you weren't familiar with and it was on ultimate mode and you're like well fuck <laughs> the biggest complaint that i have not including the tutorial about final bar line is that in multiplayer mode you're fucking moogle so the moogles are like little helper creatures they right. usually give you information in final fantasy games they're also often merchants so is specifically in multiplayer mode the moogle will tell you if you are doing good or bad to the most extreme fault you can imagine so in while you're playing the stage you can't actually view the other three players uh, screens you're only seeing your screen of of course because otherwise that would be chaos Mm -hmm. but what you do see is in the bottom corner there's a little uh scorekeeper so it'll show you where you rank against the other four like are you in first second third or fourth sure and obviously if your first second third or fourth is dependent upon your numbered score which again can go up to 999999 if your score changes even a little down or up to the extent that you either gain a spot or lose a spot compared to somebody else the Moogle is right there in your ear going, you're falling behind, oh, Koopo. No. Oh, no. It will do it non-stop. So you're if, trying to like focus on the song and have this Moogle going on in your background? And this little thing is in your no. ear like, like oh, you're in first, Koopo. And it's like, I don't fucking care. I want you to shut up. Now, to be fair, that is a setting that you can turn off. Oh, that's but nice. But they really hide it. It is not obvious where that information is. Yeah, I'd be turning that so, off. I don't need to know lifetime updates if I'm No, just go to Google, look up how to turn off the Kupo in multiplayer stages, and you will do yourself the biggest favor of all. The other fun thing about the multiplayer stages is that they sort of, or this is an optional thing, so you can either play with bursts mm-hmm. on or off. And I would describe bursts as loosely similar to items in Mario Kart. So if you get, you know, X amount of triggers off, you might trigger a burst to happen. Mm -hmm. If you trigger a burst, that's good because usually it's like, okay, you're sending a bad thing at one of the other players. So the other player might get a negative effect for a certain amount of seconds, which could help you get ahead because if they're missing notes because you did a burst at them, that's great news for you. Right. Bad news. They can do the same to you. So the types of bursts that you can be subjected to are things like a bunch of fat chocobos appear on the screen <laughs> and they obscure the notes on the bar on, on the bar lines and it's like well I'm just yeah kind of like kind of like the ink in Mario Kart exactly like that. Yeah. others might be like hey this is the I don't know what they called the X death or something like that where only rainbow critical or critical hits will count towards the score 
anything else counts as a miss. Oh, wow. So those are catastrophic yeah. if you're not able to hit those criticals. Uh, the others might be like, oh, well, we're going to send fake notes at you. So if you don't know this song well enough, or if you're not um, paying enough attention to see which of the notes are the fakes, they yeah. can really throw you off. So fake notes, big fat chocobos, icing the score so you don't know what's happening, uh, hiding the judgment line so you can't tell if you're hitting criticals or okays or bads. Wow. Those throw me off the most. Yeah, like, that would be I don't really know. hard. I don't know how good I'm doing, except the fucking Moogle, Moogle keeps telling me I'm falling behind. So bursts is really fun. But a lot of people, especially the tryhards, don't like to play with them because sure. they're like, no, skill will decide this. Like, <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> so, I need some boosts every I once in a while, damn boosts. it. So that's a, that's a good thing about the online room-making system is that when you make a room, you have to choose uh, if that room is going to be at the beginner, expert, ultimate, or even the supreme level. Because in addition to the three uh, base levels that come with every song, a few select songs in Final Bar line have an an even more extra uh supreme mode uh i don't know how anybody plays supreme mode i assume you are robots <laughs> that's that's really all there is to it so you go into a room where you like feel like you can do decently well and then uh the uh room creator can decide bursts on bursts off right so there's a little bit of flexibility that you can have there to find rooms that better match your skill level so the online multiplayer is extremely fun it's also a great way to unlock more summons. So we haven't really talked about summons that much. I'll make it pretty quick. Think of summons as coins. Okay. That's kind of how they look in the game. Uh, tokens. Oh, Think of yeah. them like tokens. So you can attach a summon token to your player card. And then when you go into a multiplayer battle, at the end of that battle, you trade player cards with all the other players. Meaning they get to unlock the summon that you had attached, the token that you had attached to yours. Yeah. And you get all three of theirs. Ooh. And summons come with up to three passive abilities which are things like plus 15% damage to triggers dealt or plus 30% experience plus 40 no not 40% plus you know 20% magic damage dealt they're really really helpful stuff and if you're only playing the base game it's very unlikely that you will unlock any of the really good summons multiplayer mode is where you can get the best summons you've ever seen in your life within the span of an hour oh, wow. and you can just unlock them unlock them unlock them every time you play with somebody new so if you're looking to get summons go into multiplayer mode that's the way the place that you're going to get them optionally the Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm Final Bar Line subreddit has a whole thread <laughs> of token trades or, or some trades. Oh, that's trades. cool. So, very cool. Love the community. Uh, but yeah, so that's the that's the gist of Final Bar Line. It is so much more than you think it's going to be. Yeah, I was yeah. not anticipating it being to that level. Uh, so I, I really didn't have a good idea of how much time I had put into the game. Uh, it came out about a month ago Yeah, th by that now. sounds about right. I think right it came out at the very end of February. Yeah. Uh, right before every other fucking game that came out in March, <laughs> right? which feels like all of them. A lot of them. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so it came out at the tail end of February. Um, it has gotten quite a few DLC packs already dropped. You can purchase the Deluxe Edition, the Digital Deluxe Edition, which gives you the season pass so that every time one of those new DLC packs drops, you download them automatically. Alternatively, you don't have to do that. You can just buy the base game and then purchase the DLC packs piecemeal, however you like from the Nintendo eShop. Example... I don't give a fuck about the Live Alive soundtrack, and they sounded bad in the previews, <laughs> so I was like, no, thank you. I'll but the Nier soundtrack, 
I definitely want Which that's one. super cool that yeah. even though the game itself is built completely around Final Fantasy and being Final Fantasy yeah. themed, that you can still get other Square Enix titles and properties Absolutely. in there as well. That's really cool. It's very awesome. So there's all kinds of DLC packs that are also planned for later down the line. As far as I know, this is also just season one. Knowing mobile rhythm games, they will keep pumping out DLC packs infinitum yeah because that's where they make all the money it's exactly the same with mobile rhythm games is well that and also like don't all these have like expansive w- soundtracks too expansive so like expansive soundtracks like yes. it, it, like it, once they jump it have they jumped into octopath yet because well, like octopath like so has. here's the thing i will say the dlc packs have one a couple of caveats that i don't exactly love the main thing being that they don't come with unlockable characters from well, their that's genre. lame yeah so like when you get the near pack you don't get a cute little 2b to play as what, what are they doing what are they doing <laughs> but i guess it's because like well 2b doesn't have you know never it doesn't matter the point is they should have given me cute little characters from those games the other caveat is usually those dlc packs only have five tracks from that property so it's not I like see. a dlc pack is going to have 20 more songs sure it's usually just a selection of five some you might like some you might not uh with the, for example the near track comes with emile's shop music an assault on the senses. Oh, it is no. not a fun track. <laughs> I hate it. But the other ones are stuff like, oh yeah, the beautiful forest music from the amusement park ah. uh, in Near Automata. And it's like, yes, I definitely want that one. So some of them are very hit or miss, uh, but for the most part, they're pretty incredible. And yes, later down the line, they have confirmed an Octopath Traveler DLC pack for the first game, not the second game. That's cool. And then I think they actually are doing Bravely Default as well. Oh, nice. I think it's one of the last ones in the season. And then I think there's a mysterious final installment in the season that hasn't formally been announced yet. So we'll see what it winds up being. There were some uh, fan theories on the forums that seemed pretty likely just based on what they've chosen but yes bravely tra- bravely traveler <laughs> <laughs> bravely traveler to octopath <laughs> yeah bravely default to octopath bravely default octopath traveler live alive uh, the 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 world ends with you mm. uh, which is another very famous um square enix jrpg yep. surprisingly not kingdom hearts yet that feels like oh. a miss they should do kingdom hearts yeah yeah, I that don't is know. kind of surprising. Maybe huh. that's season two, or maybe, maybe that's maybe like whatever yeah, the next season pass installment number. wave is, or whatever. Anyways, the point is, there's more music than just the hundreds of Final Fantasy titles. They're all bangers. Oops, all bangers. <laughs> Which leads me to my last and final pro for the game. You can, in fact, go into listening mode only. Mm. There's a whole separate mode where it's just the library of all of the tracks that you've unlocked. You can set your favorites. You can make your own playlist. Oh, that's fancy. And then you can go turn your playlist on and it'll just loop all of those tracks that you put on that list. That's cool. So if you just want to have Final Fantasy music at your fingertips on demand at all times, what a great way to do it and do yeah. it in a fun way. I think the Ada Rhythm is a 10 out of 10, frankly. <laughs> and I would recommend it to anybody that likes rhythm games, anybody that likes Final Fantasy games. If you've ever been to one of those Final Fantasy um, orchestral events that they often hold, get, 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 get the Ada Rhythm. <laughs> it is so fun. What a good game. And I definitely want them to keep making more of them. <laughs> I mean, it seems like they're pretty dedicated to it. So, it you know, like, maybe it'll yeah. be like Switch 2 <sighs> before we get to the next one. But like still, you know. Where's my Legend of Zelda game. pack? Oh, it's, it's not Square, Square Enix, Enix, but yeah. it, it is on the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of character packs, did you see, because we are a couple days away now from the Mario movie coming out, mm, Yes. that Nintendo announced that they're releasing character voice packs for like all 
of the Mario game. Maybe not all. I saw it specifically with like Super Mario Brothers 3, like one of the older ones, where you can like go in and change it. It's not default, but change it to be the movie character voices oh. and sounds and stuff like that rather than the default like in normal Mario. Games? I saw it on like one of the old ones, one of the older ones, but I think it's like multiple. That it's just like an additional like add-on setting that you can download. Oh. <laughs> that makes me want to throw up. I, 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 that was kind of my reaction oh, too. I was like, boy. what? Why? But it's like, nobody wants that. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, so what is it? Thanks. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not a fan of that, but yeah, cool, I guess. Yeah. But you know what? Theater Rhythm sounds like a fantastic game. Sounds like it is literally hours and hours. Hours oh yeah, of I've, fun. I've put over forty hours into Ooh, it, which nice. is what I was trying to say earlier. Then I got sidetracked. So I've already <laughs> you've already put, put some th- some yeah, time. I've put some elbow grease into it. I got way more hours in before Two Octo Two Path came out than I thought I did. I thought I wasn't anywhere close to that. And yeah. then I checked my stats and I was like, oh yeah, you're at forty five hours. And I was like, what? Damn. <laughs> How? Well done. It's just because it's the perfect game to play in small chunks mm-hmm. or marathon sessions. You can sure. do either. So. 10 out of 10 game. Everybody should buy it. Well, there you have it, folks. 10 out of 10. Theater rhythm. I'm not going to say the whole thing, but you know what it is. You know. Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm. You've been here. But yeah, everybody. So thanks for joining us for that because that was an intense, great review. Like, I mean, like, like intensive, intensive. Game. It is an intensive, expansive game with it's so many things experience. that I was not expecting. And it honestly, like, I'm kind of like more intrigued into it than I was originally. Play the demo. Not going to lie. You and Sam should play the demo and tell me how the, the co-op mode works. Because uh, we're actually going to the beach this weekend. So that would be oh. perfect. Like. I think times? the demo doesn't include the co-op mode. That's fine. I, we can try that out sometime. We'll do a team chat plays or something for these people sometime. That would be fun. Though, you know? I did buy the physical we'll game, out. so I could... No, I didn't. I bought a digital <laughs> <It's> version. Digital. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Who I can't, I can't let you version? borrow it. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, if you're playing Theater Rhythm, let us know. Friend as me. always, we love to know what you I think about these games. <laughs> there you go. Friend or battle Mogan. She'd love the challenge. I mean, not a real challenge. You have to be worse Put than up me. your dukes. <laughs> Uh, but of course we would love to know what your thoughts on theater rhythm are so if you have any please let us know uh, right in the comments below wherever you're listening to or watching this show Uh, join our discord talk about it with us there we'd love to hear from you but until then everybody or until next time I'm one of your hosts Jarrett Wilson joined to my right by Rachel Rogan adios we'll see you all next time